0: Little baby block, get that cabbage out of here. What it do, you know, baby. Yeah, yo, what do you already know. There's a new NBA champion, and it's a team from Toronto, Canada. OG with the look! Got it! OG and at the buzzer! Oh that's so that is my shot I expected to make it. So like, I don't shoot Tyler this. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the What It Do Toronto Raptors podcast. My name is Drew Horton and let's get into it. So, the NBA preseason is almost upon us and the Toronto Raptors preseason schedule has been released. They play five games in the first two weeks of October and then we will see how they look going into the regular season. So, Monday, October 4th, they play Philly at home. Thursday, October 7th they play Philadelphia in Philly. Saturday, October 9th they play Boston in Boston. Then on Monday, October 11th they play Houston at home. Tuesday, October 12th they finish off with Washington in Washington. So as currently going into the preseason the Raptors roster is constructed as such. got Fred Van Vliet, Gary Trent Jr., OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, Kem Birch, Goran Dragic, Malachi Flynn, Scotty Barnes, Chris Boucher, Precious Achua, Delano Banton, Utah Watanabe, Sam Decker, Ishmael Wainwright, Isaac Bonga, Freddie Gillespie, Justin Champagny, I don't think I'm pronouncing that right, Champagny, Champagny, sorry Justin, and lastly David Johnson. Once the preseason is over and the final roster is named for the Raptors, I'll go and do an in depth look at each player, their strengths, weaknesses, and where I see them in the rotation, and how I see the year going for them and for the Raptors overall. Just as an initial reaction to the Summer League play and just overall hype built up for the season, Scotty Barnes seems like a great fit for the Raptors. He's shown flashes of offensive upside and is a monster defensively. Precious Achua was a steal by Masai adding him to the Lowry-Dragic deal. He looks really good on defense, he's shown great mobility, and with the added bonus of him learning how to shoot under Nick Nurse he might be the most important part in the trade in a few years we'll just have to wait and see from what I've seen on media day and from player social media Goran Dragic seems like a stellar professional and he seems excited to be here despite the initial report it seems to me that his quote was really taken out of context and overblown and I'm thinking that's because of the translation and in large part the need for media and fans to make mountains out of molehills he seems like a true pro and I think he's going to be a valuable part of our team to start the year, Um, and he'll be a valuable piece in a trade going forward. Uh, You always want a backup guard like Drogic, the way he plays, hard-nosed, and he's good enough to help pretty much any team. OG is still my absolute favorite player. He now will finally, after four years of asking, will go to the Toronto Zoo with Kate Burness, and that, is just beautiful. It's the most OG thing ever. Fred Van Vliet is saying all the right things to step up and be the leader this team needs. Kyle Lowry leaving is a huge blow to the team but in terms of leadership I think Fred Van Vliet will do what needs to be done this year. Uh, people already look to him in the locker room so he should pick up that mantle. It's impossible to replace Kyle, but I think Fred Van Vliet is going to do as good a job as anyone could, at least from a player leader side. Malachi Flynn looked great in Summer League. He was clearly better than 99% of players on the court, and the year of NBA experience is abundant when he goes against those other guys. He looked like he could get any shot that he wanted and he was hitting a lot of contested shots which is really good because he won't get too many open looks when he's creating off the dribble so if he's able to hit with a hand in his face that is a huge bonus to his game this year. He's shown flashes of being able to create himself off the dribble and he looks to be a good shooter and I have no doubt that he's going to improve in most of his game and I'm really excited to see how Malachi Flynn turns out this year. I think Pascal is going to come out with a vengeance. I think Scotty Barnes is going to fit right in. Gary Trent Jr. is a really interesting piece. He can be the new gunner that the Raptors possibly need. A microwave scorer, as they say. Kem Birch, all in all, solid for the Raptors last year. Chris Boucher behind him as well. Achua behind. we got lots of guys that can run all around, defend, have good length, and once everybody figures out the system, I think we are going to be a top five maybe top three defense in the entire league all in all the raptors won't contend for a title i think that's obvious going into this next year but i think they're flying under the radar the raptors have great coaching great defense an average offense amazing depth but they do lack star power if everything goes right for the raptors and they get a little bit of help they could finish as high as fourth but if everything goes wrong we won't even make the playoffs won't even make the play-in. I predict the Raptors to be in the fight for 6th, 7th, and 8th. I think that's probably where they're going to be around. Uh, I think they're better than a lot of people are giving them credit for, and I don't think playing a year away from home helped, especially with all the COVID and injuries that plagued them last year. They were much, much, much worse than... They should have been, or ideally should have been. But yeah, I think the Raptors will be in the playoffs this year. Uh, There'll be a tough first round out, but I doubt they go any further than that. Find out the rest of my full conference predictions, or at least early preseason predictions, after this short break. A new TV series coming to Regret Flicks. The owner of a donut shop turns to theft in order to keep his business afloat in baking and entering. Hi, do you have a crippling fear of elevators? Well, start taking steps today, brought to you by Dads. I love elevator jokes. They just work on so many levels. Apple have announced they are releasing a new car, but this has been met with a negative response as the car does not have an aux headphone jack or any windows. Please note the 2021 World Championships of Hide and Seek have been cancelled due to lack of participants. Good players are hard to find. Welcome back. And as promised, now here we go to my early predictions for the NBA this year. So I'm going to be putting teams into tiers. So in the East. Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia will be one, two, and three. Some kind of mix of that. Uh, Assuming Ben Simmons doesn't tank the entire Philadelphia Sixers season. uh, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, one and two. I think that should be fairly obvious based on last year and their current rosters. And Philly, I think they'll be in that mix. Uh, Joel Embiid is just so good and their defense is stellar enough that they should be in that top three mix. Now coming in at fourth and fifth, I believe Atlanta and Miami will be fighting for those two spots. Atlanta's roster is stacked and you saw they had a nice playoff run last year. Miami with Kyle Lowry will just win game after game. Now the next year down, these four teams will be competing for spots six, seven, and eight. Boston, Toronto, Chicago, New York Knicks, They'll be competing six through eight, I think. Uh, Those teams that I listed are good enough to compete for playoff spots, but I don't think anyone expects them to make a deep run. The teams just don't quite have all of the pieces they need. Uh, And last is the play-in tier. So Indiana, Charlotte, Detroit, and Washington will be competing for that play-in spot. That doesn't fall to the last team out of the four mentioned above and next the participation tier uh, Cleveland and Orlando I just don't think either of those rosters are anywhere near good enough to make the playoffs they are both in full rebuilt mode Cleveland much closer than Orlando uh, and Orlando is going to be bad for a little while so sorry Florida now on to the Western Conference Uh, in the one through three spots i've got denver phoenix and utah i just think that they're all going to win a bunch of regular season games they've got fairly young deep and talented rosters and they want all of the home court advantage they could possibly get uh, because the west is going to be a bloodbath once again this year in fourth and fifth i've got both of the la teams Uh, I think they're going to be comfortably in those spots, but I don't think they're going to go all out in the regular season because, as we saw last year, they both had key injuries that kept them from making the finals. Uh, The Clippers at least did make a nice run, but once Kawhi went down, you kind of knew that it was over for them. In 6th and 7th, I've got Dallas and Golden State. I think the return of Klay Thompson will make Golden State if not a contender, at least a contender to make the conference finals again. And Dallas with Luka Doncic, uh, sky's the limit. They just need to make sure they've got the best roster around him. And there's some questions about Porzingis. But Luka is Luka, and he'll take you to the promised land at the very minimum. Now for the eight and play-in spots, I've got Portland, Memphis, Minnesota, and new orleans competing for those they've all got up and coming teams apart from portland who's just got a a solid team not contending but solid i mean you've got damian lillard cj mccollum yusuf nurkic norman powell that should be enough to get you into the playoffs but competition's going to be steep this year got John morant leading the memphis team who just looked so good last year at points minnesota with anthony edwards they are going to be good hopefully they're going to be good you, you never really know with Minnesota and New Orleans theoretically should be competing for that uh, but again the same thing with New Orleans the roster constructed around Zion hasn't been the best so far so hopefully with the addition of Mel and they're able to space the floor a little bit cover him on defense and let Zion just go to work and now the four teams Participating in this year's Western Conference Tankathon, the participation tier of Houston, Oklahoma City, Sacramento, and the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs lost to Rosen. They're trying to get some new young talent. Uh, they're just probably not going to be very good next year. OKC, what more needs to be said? They sat Alexander last year just so that they could lose more and get more draft picks. It seems like Sam Presti is more concerned with getting draft picks than winning at this point, which is sad because Shy is an all-star level player and only getting better. And Houston, they're just in full rebuild mode. You know, John Wall, Christian Wood, they got some pieces, but you know, they're just not super good at the moment. They, you know, they do have Jalen Green now, but And they might need a year or two to figure it out. Now again, this is just my very early season prediction. A lot can change in the preseason and in the first stretch of the regular season, especially injuries being the biggest thing what uh, derailed some really good matchups last year. Injuries unfortunately, but it's part of the game. Hopefully it uh, doesn't happen too much unless it helps the Raptors, of course. (laughs) But uh, yeah, anyway, That has been episode 17 of the What to Do Toronto Raptors podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Drew Horton. Now, signing off. Peace!